So you have this great job that helps you meet women. Yeah, and actually. Are you a bartender, or a disc no, jockey, or a what? Better, what? better. Um, I'm part-time. I uh, promote for rock and roll bands on the Sunset Strip. And uh, I just have the option of just meeting women all day long. Yeah. I love it. Uh, have, have any of these women that you've met ever turned into a serious relationship, or is it all just kind of superficial? It's, it's, it's superficial, but i got to tell you, it's, I've had like 40 or 50 like, one-night stands all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Take the commercial break! <laughs> the queen. Yeah, the commercial break. Chrissy, I just couldn't handle it anymore. The pressure got too much. No, it has nothing to do with me winning the lottery. I just want you to know, you're in charge of the commercial break. There's a $100,000 bill for blip billboards. Just pay them $10 a month. Okay, so set up by friends, and they say, I think this guy yeah. is good for you. Right. I think that in their matchmaker. Yes. And they probably told you, oh, I've done this like 12 times and like 10 of them have worked out. He's Two of them are married. such a great guy. Yeah, yeah. He's such he's a great such guy. Such a great guy. Such a great guy. Just got out of prison yesterday. <laughs> he just needs his chance. He just, he's got to wipe, we got to wipe this slate clean. <laughs> the one that I can do crazy things with, like skinny dipping. Oh, so not <laughs> I've got a picture of nudity in my mind! (laughs) The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to another episode of The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is the Director of Cinematic Services, Kristen Joy Holdley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this The Commercial Break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 30 seconds or less for your money back. Go to the brand new TCBpodcast.com to collect your winnings, your earnings. <laughs> Good luck, my friend. <laughs> it's We're not only... as much as that $1 billion lottery Holy situation. <laughs> one guy, one person. I say a guy, I don't even know if it's a guy, but one person. Yeah, one that I know, one I heard person that. takes away one point two billion dollars after taxes is thirty seven dollars and sixty four cents. <laughs> that's right. Congratulations. <laughs> after taxes and everybody scams you out of your money because yeah. that's what happens with all the lottery winners. It is. Why is I've always it seems so replete to me, but I don't I don't understand how I mean I guess I understand. When you have a broke mentality, you're always gonna be broke. Yeah. Right? Which is why the commercial break can't make a fucking dime to save its life. <laughs> We still got the offer on the table, though. $5 a piece, and we will take ourselves off the RSS. We're not in this for you. We're in it for ourselves. Uh, but everybody goes broke after they win the lottery. Yeah. Do you think you could go broke with a $1.2 billion, though? I would hope not. Fuck, I mean, people need to get a financial advisor right away. Astrid and I were talking about this yesterday. We're talking about people who make money, like uh, like famous people. Because mm-hmm. we went and saw Chris Rock last night yes. in Atlanta. What a, what a... He is at the height of his comedic powers. Yeah. And I think that... The slap heard around the world has just invigorated him that much more. And he didn't talk much about it. He said some things, but not a lot. Nothing That's good. Nothing newsworthy. Yeah. You had to put your phone in that fucking yonder case. So the strange thing was is you could only pay attention to Chris because there was no one video. You know, like people, they go to concerts and they spend the whole fucking concert. You got to watch the concert through somebody else's phone now because the fucking idiot in front of you <laughs> wants to goddamn live stream it to his two people on YouTube. But just like the commercial break does sometimes. <laughs> Actually, we're streaming right now. 
But Chris, I think he's doing a Netflix special. So he says, nya, nya, nya. No. I'm going to get the money. Not you. I'm not mm-hmm. going to let everybody watch my act on YouTube. And rightfully so. Yeah, so rightfully you- so. Jack White does the same thing where you have to put the phones in the case. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we go in and, you know, they they give you the yonder case mm-hmm. and then they magnetically lock it and you can't get to it. But they say beforehand, they say put the vibrate on for anybody important, like a babysitter right. or something. Yeah. You know, put your setting so it vibrates. And then someone can call you. Well, the, my phone. Well, I we've for- got the Apple Watch too. <laughs> well, you can't so. put the. They take your Apple Watch off too. Oh, they yeah, did. They didn't they do that my for watch the Jack White. No, nope. okay. they said put the watch in there. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, good idea. Let me put it on Do Not Disturb, and I'll put my settings so that if Grandma and Grandpa call me, then I'll feel the vibration. Right? We'll feel the vibration. Yes. Well, I forgot to fucking turn on Do Not Disturb, so my phone was vibrating the entire <laughs> damn night. Astro was freaking out. She's like, "What should I do?" And I'm like, ah, "It's probably Hoadley." <laughs> It probably was. <laughs> so, so we go to we go to Chris Rock last night. We're kind of talking about how much money Chris Rock might have as a human being, right? And I'm saying, oh god, at least a hundred million dollars, at least a hundred million dollars. And she's like, is that really rich? Do you think that's really rich? And I said, I think anything over fifty is really rich. Yeah. Like you're really rich at over fifty million dollars. But once you get to a hundred million dollars, you're like stupid rich. And if you get above a hundred and fifty million dollars, I think you have to be a moron to spend that in a lifetime. Yeah, you really you would. Are you? And lots of people do. But I'm saying, I don't think. I mean, I say that I'd probably dump it all into podcast <laughs> equipment and wires. <laughs> I'd be buying more billboards. Exactly. <laughs> Square. <laughs> Somebody right. texted me. Somebody <laughs> texted me, and I don't believe them. I don't believe them. <laughs> they but saw it. Here it is. You want to hear it? Yes, okay. please. All right. Hold on one second. Let me pull it up here on the old TCB machine. Okay. Now, here to, to back up a little bit for anybody who's new to the show, Chrissy and I have long since suffered on this podcast about our podcast <laughs> advertising. How do we get new people to listen to our show? So Brian has been out there spending money that he doesn't have <laughs> on all kinds of different methodologies. And early on in the show, like we're talking, if it's we like started this- first couple of weeks. Yeah. April of, <laughs> if we started April 15th of 2020, Brian on April 21st on 2020 was buying billboards across the nation. <laughs> Like, right in the middle of lockdown, too. <laughs> yeah, right as lockdown started. Because everyone was out on the streets looking at billboards. Yeah. So I bought this thing called Blip. There were billboards where you could buy 15 or 20 seconds, and then you pick your location or your specific billboard. And so I bought them across the country. Because we had no listeners, I figured <laughs> I'd be able to see if somebody if somebody was listening because of the billboard, because we had zero listeners. So if I put a billboard in Kansas and someone showed up on Kansas that day, then I knew exactly. that it was working. It worked. It's just none of those people ever stuck around because the show was so awful. It still is. But, you know, okay. So anyway, so I said last week, hey, or uh, on last Friday, whenever it was, last month, on Monday, I said, hey, listen, if you saw one of those billboards, I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Someone named Jay wrote in and he says, Brian, you were talking about whether or not I had seen a billboard of yours during the early days of the show. Yes. While I wasn't a listener back then, I actually did see one of your billboards in southern Illinois for the commercial break early on, and I remember connecting the dots once I started becoming a listener. Just thought you'd like to know that it didn't; it had no influence on whether or not I listened to the show. But once I saw the okay. logo of the show and yeah, started listening, it, I put I connected. Maybe it the gave dots. it some legitimacy. Yeah, <laughs> some false legitimacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, we'll be digging ourselves out of that hole for a long time. But congratulations <laughs> to me. Chris Rock was so... So anyway, $1.2 billion. You got to be an idiot to spend all that. Yeah. But here's what happens. Your uncle, your grandma, your mom, 
Tony from high school now has one wooden leg and a bad eyeball, and he's gone his third divorce. <laughs> and he's just trying to get his new company started where he, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a brand people new. People crawl out of the woodwork. That's right. Yeah. He's got a brand new application. He's got a brand new device that feeds paper into your fax machine when it's <laughs> on paper. And he needs a million dollars to get this puppy off the ground. And you're like, oh, fuck. I did bully Jack. I did make fun of Jack. I took his girlfriend in high school, so I guess I got to give Jack a million dollars. And then what? Aunt Sue. I mean, I can't let Aunt Sue go hungry. I guess I got to give her a million dollars. And then the charities, they all come knocking at your door. Mm -hmm. That's why when you win a lottery like this, the best advice that I think anybody could ever get is, first of all, don't say your fucking name until until you talk to a lawyer first. And I think that's the case right now, right? We don't know who it is. No, because he's probably doing the smart thing or the advised thing, which Mm -hmm. is hold on to that thing tight. Don't say a word. Don't even tell your wife. Don't tell your wife. You gotta tell the wife. No, you don't tell your wife. What? Because then, 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 think, then shit gets crazy. How could you not when you just won one point two? Because billion. when one point two billion dollars comes you into the mix, you would tell Astrid. No, I might be afraid that I get murdered. <laughs> like I, maybe not her, but like you know, one of her long lost cousins or something comes to the house and puts a bullet in my head, and then I, I, I and then she has the ticket, and then, and then what do I do? And I'm not telling anybody. I'm going straight to the lawyer, okay. and I'm going to say, "Give me the Breaking Bad package." I need the Breaking Bad package where they like you change your identity, you cut your hair, you you give yourself tattoos you never had before and you meet a vacuum cleaner salesman out in the middle of Arizona in the desert and he picks you up and all you can carry is like nothing. You have to carry one change of clothing and underwear basically. Okay. And then he puts you in the vacuums, puts you in the vacuum uh, van. And then he sends you down to Mexico and you start a brand new life as like, you know, Jason Bourne or something like that. Okay. I feel like that's a little extreme. No, it's not. It's the thing (laughs) you have to do. And then I'm telling you. And then, then you be sneaky about it, right? You live in a village in a really small hut with no running water or electricity for five to 10 years. But, but you, but you secretly buy like yachts and stuff like that through, you know, you use your children's name and like maybe a friend or your neighbor's name. I mean, this sounds as if you were actually doing something illegal. This is illegal money. No, it's not illegal money. It's perfectly legal. That's why it's great. It's because it's not, but no one knows because you don't even have electricity and you smell really bad. Yeah. You just disappeared. And the the local people are like, what the fuck is up with that guy? It's like, I don't know. Another homeless gringo down here. (laughs) You know, running from the law. Yes. But then after five to 10 years of just laying low and now you've got a different identity, maybe you put on three or 400 pounds, right? (laughs) And then you have someone wheel you to your yacht. And then one day you just make a mysterious appearance in the middle of Ibiza and you land in your private jet and then you go to your yacht and then you sail the middle of the ocean with a couple hot models and that's it. That's it. It's done. I don't understand why people don't do this. I got a perfect plan. (laughs) I had it all planned out. (laughs) By the way, we bought five lottery (laughs) tickets. That's what I've been thinking about it. And listen, you tell the kids, you send them a $50 check for their birthdays and a $100 check for Christmas. And you say, Daddy loves you very much. And uh, someday, <laughs> someday I'll invite someday you to the yacht. See me again. Yeah, someday I'll invite you to the yacht. <laughs> but not today. Because okay. I don't well, want to spoil to you. Yeah, I don't want to spoil okay. you. So I'm just going to, I want you to live a normal life without a father. And then, <laughs> and then I'll pick you up in the yacht someday okay. in your 20s. You can, you can, it'll be impressive. I'll be a lot bigger than I am now. Will you send me fifty dollars for my birthdays and a hundred for Christmas too? Well, see, we got a contract, so I think things <laughs> might get a little more complicated. You may never hear from me again. <laughs> Take the commercial break. <laughs> I bequeath you the commercial break. I just couldn't handle it anymore. The pressure got too much. No, it has nothing to do with me winning the lottery. I just want you to know you're in charge of the commercial break. <laughs> There's a hundred thousand dollar bill for blip. <laughs> 
billboards. <laughs> Just pay them $10 a month. <laughs> uh, so Jay saw the billboard. Jay, I don't believe you, but congratulations. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. How would you remember that? That's too crazy. Maybe because it was just such a bad billboard. It was horrible. <laughs> I actually went back and looked at the creative after we talked yeah. about it. It was bad. I literally took the podcast cover and I wrote an absurd comedy podcast on the bottom. The problem is, is that our logo is so tiny that you'd have to be standing on the billboard to read it. You'd have to repel up the billboard or you'd have to be dead stopped in traffic and magnify your iPhone 30 times. <laughs> Listen, okay, so we're not the greatest at marketing, but we've done a pretty good job for ourselves, I think. I think so, Don't too. Don't you think so? Yes, well, I there do. there you go. That's, that's... If we both agree on it, yeah, that... so. it is so. Have you ever been on a blind date? I think I asked a question before. I have been on a blind date before. And I had to go. What, what is, what's the story there? Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I didn't turn out to really have a connection, but... You didn't you know, have a love connection, Chrissy? I did not have a okay. love connection. So, but, but I mean... I did it once. So, uh, what, so was it set up by your friends or yeah. was this like a Tinder thing? Or? Yeah, it was a set up by friends. Okay, so set up by friends and they say, I think this guy yeah. is good for you. Right. I think that in their matchmaker. Yes. And they probably told you, oh, I've done this like 12 times and like 10 of them have worked out, he's two of them are married. He's such a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's such he's a great such guy. such a great guy. He's such a great guy. Just got out of prison yesterday. <laughs> he just needs his chance. He just, he's got a white... <laughs> We gotta wipe this slate clean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he listen. He's such a great guy, and if he could just move out of his mom's house, you right. know, I feel like at forty years old, he's really gonna he's gonna blossom. <laughs> right. Listen, he's such a great guy, but insist on driving yourself and don't give him a key to your place. <laughs> exactly. So, but it just wasn't there wasn't any connection, no, huh? It was a connection. So, how did it end? Like what like We went to dinner yeah. and, you know, I think it just the dinner got done and I left. <laughs> that was it. You didn't say like, "Hey, see you later." No, I mean, we said goodbye. But I mean, do you guys like talk about whether or not you're going to see each other again? I don't think so. This is no. so long ago, too. I can't remember the exact details, but, but I did try it. But the blind date was just dinner. It was. Okay. So mm -hmm. you've, you've never been on like an impressive blind date where a guy like put a picnic together for you or planned something no. outrageous or special or anything like that. No, I've been on dates like that, but not a blind one. No, I've been on a blind date like that either. I guess it would be my responsibility <laughs> to make sure that. <laughs> I've been on a couple of blind dates and they're all like, hey, you want to meet me at the bar for a Bud Light? <laughs> but they were all Tinder. They're all Tinder. So right. to be fair, you know, you're working with a certain you're working in a certain parameter when you're mm -hmm. working on Tinder. It's not like, you know, Tinder is the place where you go to, you know, Tinder is the place where you go to get fucked is what I'm trying to say, Chrissy. <laughs> I guess so. And I did not. I, uh, one of them ended up in a tree and I had to have <laughs> the fire right. department come like a cat. I had to get her out of the tree like a cat. Yeah, that's so weird. One of them was hot to trot, yeah. too hot to trot, so hot to trot that the bartenders <laughs> were like, ah, you got to get out of here. And then the third one, we instantly became friends. Like yeah. it just became friends. Even before we went on the Tinder date, mm -hmm. I was already a friend. She was already telling me about other dates that she was going on and asking me my advice. So it was like, <laughs> well, this is no fun. I guess, I guess I'm out. <laughs> but I still went and met her for coffee and the lady was perfectly lovely. But before Tinder... We, we had just a few ways to get ourselves into a blind date. That's true. And one of them was one of our favorite shows here at the commercial break, which is, of course, Chuck Woolery's The Love Connection. Yes. 
Hey you, thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of this The Commercial Break. Chrissy and I have some exciting news for you, the listening audience. We're turning Fridays into BTY Fridays. We're digging deep in our catalog, finding the best or most relevant episodes so you have a chance to catch up without spending more time on this ridiculous podcast. We'll take the funniest, most outrageous, or most relevant to the content we're talking about now, and we'll put it on Fridays and make it easy for you to catch up on TCB. If you have an episode you'd like to hear or a suggestion about what we should play 661-237-8296 that's 661 the word best the number two y-o-yo you can also reach us at tcbpodcast.com click on the contact us button and send us an email feel free to slide into our dms at the commercial break on instagram and the brand new youtube channel youtube.com slash the commercial break where we put out full episodes a couple days after they air and fresh clips almost every single day of the week. 661-BEST-TO-YO at the commercial break on Instagram, tcbpodcast.com for all the audio and video, and youtube.com slash the commercial break. We'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a review or a rating on your favorite podcast player. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes, and please use the specialized URLs and codes that we give when we're talking about our sponsors. Let's take a few minutes to hear from those sponsors, and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. So I was trolling on the internet as, as I do. like to do, Chrissy. I know you know that. <laughs> like, take a listen. I found it. Uh, I found a fantastic episode. I love the love connection of the love connection, and I would like now to share it with you okay. as our blind date. <laughs> I'd like to share. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> it's so sweet. Is Jeff still doing those PUA content, con, uh, conferences over there? <laughs> By the way, the Why Brian 3000 conference is getting filled up. I've already had two text That's messages right. saying I, I'm in a yeah, Why Brian 3000 conference. conference. <laughs> Go listen to Why Brian 3000. You'll understand what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, let's turn on the old TCB Minator here. Let's do it. Oh, look at that. Oh. Okay, here we go. Uh, love Connection, by the way, for those of you that do not know. I mean, really, you had, come on, you don't know about The Love Connection? Here's what The Love Connection was. The Love Connection was a television show in the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. hosted by a guy named Chuck Woolery. He <laughs> sat on a couch. A guest would sit on a couch, a man or a woman. 
they would come on and they would have three choices of people that they could take out on a blind date. The choices were made either by the audience or by themselves, depending on which way you wanted to well, go. I think it's both, right? Well, you and can, they have the video, the video uh, yeah. where the people talk okay, about who so they were. Okay, so let's say Brian comes on, right? I, th- I thought the person chose, but you, then they go back to talk about it, and then the audience. You can have you can have the audience choose, choose first. Just blind. Yes, but it happens very rarely. Very rarely. Yes. Very rarely. You can have the audience choose. So they at most least get a people, shot at it first. Who they would like. Three choices. You watch a little video montage of, you know, some answers to questions. You know, uh, how's your past relationship life been? Uh, What do you like to do on a first date? Yeah. Uh, Have you ever been to prison? (laughs) (laughs) And then you... You would, uh, Brian, if I'm the guy on the, the couch at the particular moment, then I would pick one of those young ladies Jeez. to go out to, yeah. to do a date with. I would go on a date. There were no cameras, so I would have to come back, and so would the young lady, and we would report on the date. Mm-hmm. Now, as you can imagine, sometimes things went well, and sometimes <laughs> things were an absolute, absolute train wreck. Yes. But in 1985, train wreck is a different definition than a train wreck <laughs> is now. True. Now it's like, you know, somebody got... <laughs> it's, you know, I don't know. So, so some, we had a five way in the middle of a Piedmont Park and uh, got arrested. But you know, back then it was just things didn't go well and we ended up leaving. Yeah. So somebody was rude or something. Somebody was rude. Yeah. yeah but it's all danced around and the audience is so pure mm-hmm. and untainted by everything that's happened with the Internet. Oh, I know. So everyone's any little all talk, excited. Any yeah. little talk of any kind of of sexual innuendo and the audience goes wild. Well, Chuck, she showed up with a skirt above her name. <laughs> <laughs> she showed her name, bro. She showed her name. That's like the tits of the leg. <laughs> The knees are the two leg tits. So, so so we've been done. We've done a couple of these. We've done two or three of these, and now I'd like to present to you fourth one because I'm very excited about Chuck Woolery and Love Connection. By the way, I have seen every single one of these episodes (laughs) because about a year ago, in the middle of the pandemic, I went fucking Looney Tune. I decided to watch every Love Connection ever, and I'm still amazed. They're great. They're great. Okay, here we go. The host of Love Connection. Chuck Woolery. Let's get started by meeting our first guest. She was here a few weeks ago, and the audience selected a date for her. She recently lost, listen to this, 137 pounds. Works out seven days a week. She bicycles up to 75 miles. She lost 137 pounds yeah. recently. She, she's only she's only 25. That's what I was saying. She looks like she's 52. <laughs> she I've noticed that about a lot of people in the 80s. A lot of people in the 80s look so old. Well, it's, I think it's like the hair. Or do you think they're lying too. about their age? No, maybe. Because it's not like now where maybe. you can check on the internet and see how old somebody is. That yeah. Might be the case. Uh, yeah, this lady's 47. Miles <laughs> every weekend, and she says that she has to quit dating most men after about four months. And she claims that she's juggling about five different men right now. Hmm. Please welcome Rebecca. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> Where the results of the DNA tests are in, and uh, they have found that that's a lie. <laughs> Why is she going on the show then? Like, well, if she's juggling five men, she's a show off. Yeah. yeah, she's a show off with her bird hair. <laughs> Look at that hair; it's so awful. It's just standing straight up on the head. Eighties, 
I'm sorry, but 80s were the worst time for female for hair. Haircuts. Yeah. yeah. And then men too, really. Yes. The, 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 much, the mustachios and the whole nine yards. Mullets. Just bad. Yeah. Where, what were you thinking? The 70s and the 60s and the 50s? <laughs> you know, in the 60s and 70s, you just let it fly. In the 50s, you had the greasers and the, you know, they had the cool haircuts. Yeah, with the all, curls. Yeah, the curl, long curls. And yeah. then in the 80s, everyone just decided just, to <laughs> take, hair a, spray take a shit on their own head. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. What did Chris Rock say? Chris Rock said Donald Trump looks like he got his haircut in a cotton candy machine. It's very, it's very wispy. Wispy. (laughs) Oh man. Ben Concelos. And you know, nothing says I like to party like a skirt on the bottom and a suit jacket on the top. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Uh. Juggling five men. Yeah. Get strong arms for that. Oh, uh, no. I know. Really, I made a joke there, guys. <laughs> it's a joke. Anybody? Hello? It worked much, but it went through my mind. I was like, I'll take a shot. And I, it's one of those things you should have just swallowed and forgotten. Are they all kind of the same type? What? <laughs> Swallowed and forgot. Well, uh, <laughs> today we all be like, that means jizz, man. <laughs> you got to come in your mouth. <laughs> Back then they're like, ooh, <laughs> he made it funny. These guys? No, there's one that's really a lot of fun. There's one that's debatable that I like doing debates with. Oh, there's debatable. Wait, he's debatable. <laughs> and uh, I like doing debates doing with debates him. with <laughs> <laughs> there's one that's good at chemistry and one that's good at math and there's one that I like to do debate clubs it's like I don't know it's like grumpy sleepy sneezy and snoozy you know what I'm talking about Chuck <laughs> that's why I'm here in the love connection I need to find a sixth debate partner what the fuck is she talking about know. that's not what debatable means <laughs> or maybe it is I don't know if I say if I say I'm you know my relationship with you is debatable right does that mean we're debating no that means that I'm that means wondering we're whether on, yeah. the, on the fence yeah. <laughs> This lady is out of there. I got questions about this lady. That um, takes very good care of me and spends a lot of money on me. And there's one that you just can do. There's one that's a millionaire and he just showers me with gifts and attention. There's one that's a great lover. He's got a 16-inch penis and we have great sex all the time. There's another one that literally will do anything that I say. I'll call up and be like, can you pick up my dry cleaning and make me coffee in the morning? He's like, yeah, sure. And that's why I came to the Love Connection, Chuck. <laughs> so weird. Crazy things like skinny dipping with. Skinny dipping. Ah! Ah, no, they just did it. Yeah. Ah, skinny dipping. They're naked. <laughs> They're naked. We can see their assholes. <laughs> I can see people just like passing out in the crowd. <laughs> I need medical attention. My pal Gene Lee here passed out. You said skinny dipping. We didn't expect this was going to be pornographic. Now, out of those five guys and those five descriptions, which one do you spend most of the time with? The one that I can do crazy things with, like skinny dipping. Oh, so not ah! ah! <laughs> I can be myself with. Seriously, <laughs> The I've got a picture of nudity in my mind. <laughs> I could just see, like, looking down the row in the thing and just watching all the men's boners go up, like, whoop. 
mass hysteria today at the uh, LA studio <laughs> at the LA studios of uh, Love Connection as 35 men had to be treated for proprietism after a woman talked about skinny dipping. <laughs> Dad must have some kind of opinion about your social life. What do they think? Uh, they should think I should find just one person, preferably the wealthy one, and settle down and just have kids and stay with one. They yeah. gave me my shallow personality, Chuck. <laughs> Any desire to do that? No, not for a long time. No, no. Ever been close to getting married in your life? Yes, I was. I was supposed to get married December of 1988, and... Um, uh, yeah, you didn't have to give us a date, lady. Summer yeah. of 88. By her estimate, <laughs> she would have been 12 at <laughs> the summer of 88. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's only 25 years old, and she's she three years ago, she almost got married. Yes. Well, I guess it's 22. How much did we weigh December of 1988? Uh, Chuck, <laughs> what the fuck, Chuck? Is that what you ask a lady? How much did you weigh? Things were so weird I back know. then. Yeah, you just talk about how fat people were. How fat were you back yeah, then? How yeah, how much did you weigh? So, was your husband a big fatty? Your almost husband? He also <laughs> it's just different. Just so different. Yes. 1988, I was a uh, size 24, and I weighed a little bit over 260 pounds. Whoa! Whoa she was a fat ass, brother! <laughs> she must have taken all the water and splashed it on the pool when she was doing that skinny dipping, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's 1984, we can say anything we want! <laughs> so now this guy you were going to marry, was he a little tiny skinny guy or a great big fat guy? Asking well, that. Oh my god! <laughs> what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Tiny little skinny guy? Yeah. Or was he big? I could just see a producer out there like, hey, hey, hey. this is 2022. (laughs) Literally, the tweets would have you off the air in two seconds. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm watching that morning show and I'm just imagining how all those people would react to this commentary. Not well. Um, Art, I was real thin, and he was thin, and through the relationship, we both kind of You ate your way yeah. right into oblivion. Oh, <laughs> we literally had mac and cheese three times a day. You <laughs> ate your way into oblivion. <laughs> you were almost uh, dead, because fat people don't exist. <laughs> In 1985. We kind of just got fat together. <laughs> Rebecca agreed to let our audience uh, choose her date. so... It's incredibly insensitive but his really line of is. questioning there yeah. and we're going to meet him right now we're going to see the three men they had to choose from first there's Glenn he's thinking seriously about dyeing his hair black <laughs> no idea why he's a radio station Next. sales manager <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking about jumping off a bridge we've been there we have <laughs> radio station sales manager yeah. right below uh, I don't know is that in fact is that our former manager <laughs> that's <laughs> That's right. That might be. It looks like him, doesn't it? That's how he met his wife. <laughs> On the love connection. Of course, in 1986 or 85, mm-hmm. being a radio sales manager might have been the best thing in town. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were It might have been like being a and, Pontiac dealer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in 1985, the shit was hot, right? Oh, yeah. It's the only one of the only two ways you could find new music mm-hmm. was either through Rolling radio. Stone or one of the magazines or radio. Yes. Or I guess MTV was around then, too. Yeah. There's Brett. He works 50 hours a week, goes to school, but he could still find plenty of time for the right How woman. How old is Brett? Brett's 26. Brett, Brett looks 53. Brett, Brett does look older. Brett's still going right. to school? He should be like, <laughs> it's, it's his third doctorate? What's going on, Brett? Good. Finally, Jerry claims that women tell him he has the best legs on the planet. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, he's a radio announcer. 
I'm oh. a radio announcer, and I got these smooth, silky legs sitting right out here into the studio table. That's right. Would you like to see them in a pair of high heels? Feetfinder.com. <laughs> I got great legs. My mom used to say that to me. She'd be like, you have the cutest legs, Brian. And I'd be like, what the fuck does that mean, Mom? They just like, they're feminine, but in a manly way. <laughs> I used to be like, what? Feminine in a manly way? I don't even understand what that means. One of my mom's two compliments Aww, was, sweet. you have a lovely set of legs and you have a cute little butt. These are the two <laughs> things that my mom would say to me, both of which I'd never understood. I was like, I have no butt. And my legs don't look girly, mom. Okay, you're going to find out trying. which manly She what? was trying. Yeah, she was trying to, give, trying to find something there. <laughs> Your knees look beautiful, hun. You've got the best elbows I've ever seen. The tits of the legs. Tits of the legs. <laughs> the knees. Audience selected for Rebecca, uh, for Rebecca, and we'll do that in two and two. Be right back at you. Oh, Chuck's got the old two and two going on. Why do I not believe that Rebecca is actually dating? <laughs> we'll be back in two and two. I thought about doing that on the commercial break early on. You know, we'll be yes. back in two and two. But now there's 17 minutes of commercials. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go. We've got to pay back those blip billboards. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> okay, you ready? Here yes. we go. Now, why don't you remind us who the audience chose? I forgot. Jerry. Chose Jerry. Oh, see? She got the audience to choose her who, who she would go out with. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she did. We're backstage. Say hello to Jerry Rick. Hello, Jerry. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you. Good. I can hear you fine, Chuck. I just did a line back here with your producer. That's why my jaw's moving a million miles per hour. It's the 80s. Cocaine's great now. Make yourself at home back there, and Rebecca will start us off. Well, we talked several times on the telephone, and um, from those conversations, Jerry informed me that he wanted to go on a picnic. Um, I explained to him that I lived in Redondo Beach, and he lives in L um, Hollywood. Would and you explain to him that he lives in Hollywood? <laughs> Good for you. want to drive um, any farther you know, farther than he had to. So he just, he wanted the picnic at Hancock Park, which is at the Liberia Tar Pits. No one cares. I know, she's being very specific. This is like some person I know. I know a person like this. A lot of people are going to say, that's you, Brian. But uh, there's... <laughs> Brian can take a story about a gro going to the grocery store and drag it out into an hour. But this, this lady gives unnecessary information. Yeah. We decide on the picnic and... Um, I talked to him Thursday, and Thursday he gave me a long list of stuff to bring to the picnic. And I, I talked oh. to him on Thursday, and then on Friday I woke up and I made myself some coffee, and then I took a shower Why? on Friday night. Why was uh, he giving her a list of things to bring to the picnic? Because it's 1985. He should have been taking care of that. <laughs> I know. Because it's 1985. Okay. Shit was just different back then. Yeah. But now listen to the list that she says he gave him, and okay. see if this makes any sense to you whatsoever. Okay brought out the list just so that I wouldn't forget anything because it is a really long list. Good Lord, it is. He wanted um, seven to eight sandwiches. He wanted them filled with meat and he wanted them really filled. He wanted ham, roast beef, pastrami, turkey, corned beef, salami. I don't like pastrami at all. That's a lie. <laughs> I said roast beef, ham, and turkey. Get it right, Linda. <laughs> wow, Corey's for a radio announcer. <laughs> he seems to be pretty... Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. With lettuce and tomato. He wanted mayo on the sandwiches. He wanted different types of bread, like whole wheat, white wheat. He wanted three different salads, preferably homemade. Three different salads? This is not what? true. <laughs> this is not true. Who says this? Who does that? 
Who calls up somebody and gives them literally a buffet's worth of food? Can you bring it to our first date? Yeah. No one. (laughs) Not even Corey, the dipshit radio announcer here with the bad mustache, is doing this. It's just not even a possibility. Am I right about this? Do we think Linda's reading into this? Do we think Linda said the following? Linda said this over a course of a couple conversations. Mm. So what is it that you like? If we're going to do a picnic, what what would you like? Like, what are you interested in? What do you eat? And he would have said, I like all kind of meat. I like anything. I like pastrami or ham. You know, white wheat, doesn't matter. I would even (laughs) take a salad, right? And Linda's sitting there writing it down like, I'm going to tell Chuck all about <laughs> everything. This. The audience is going to go crazy. <laughs> I already don't like you. I've got five other start. guys. I don't need you. Yeah, it's not off to a good He has a lot of spices. Well, you know, he I can't didn't... eat a lot of spices because it hurts his tummy, so I made them homemade. He wanted fresh cheese. He wanted fudge chocolate cake. He oh, my wanted... God. The Chuck's trying to interrupt her. He's like, please, lady, I, we don't care. Yeah. We get it. You made a point. Yeah. And fudge brownies without nuts. Mm-hmm. He wanted a lot of bruises. Preferably with no, you know, bruises on him. He wanted fruit the, with no bruises. Fruit with no bruises. No, I he prefer wanted, fruit with no bruises too. Well, you know, you I didn't, know, I didn't and, expect and her to bring all of this. Munchies. I, I just mentioned a lot did of you, things that I wanted, and I didn't think she was going to. I think she was shopping for all of her her five or eight boyfriends, is what I think. And I didn't <laughs> think she was. Uh, Corey, a typical radio announcer <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Radio announcers in the 80s are now podcasters in the 2020s. <laughs> Chrissy, I think we need to have a corporate retreat. I agree. Okay, I need I you to that. bring the food. Uh, you bring the food, and I'll bring the most important thing in the commercial break, me. And yes. then <laughs> and I just have a few requests, if you don't mind. Okay, give it I'd to like me. some chicken pot pie, mm-hmm. if you could. I don't like the onions in the chicken pot pie, so skip that. Okay. Uh, maybe we could Hold have Hold on, some... let me make notes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'd like some dessert, <laughs> if that's okay with you. I'll take a silk pie. I like silk pie. I like apple pie. Please bring some ice cream, but I like the extra creamy ice cream, mm-hmm. and I don't want any of that Ben and Jerry shit, because that really bothers me. If you don't mind making a few sandwiches, finger sandwich, can you cut them into little soldiers like my grandma used to do and take the crust yeah, off? Yeah, the crust off. That's right. Only turkey and pastrami. That's it. And then I also like three different types of salad, because I don't know which one I'm going to want that particular day. I want you to make all this and you have it prepared options. and ready. I want options, yeah, Chrissy. And I'm, is that too much for I'm, a man to ask? <laughs> no. Huh? I'm on it. I'm a growing boy. I'm a radio <laughs> now. I'm a podcaster, for God's sakes. We don't just get this good, you know, eating crap. We have to have a smorgasbord of food available for us at any time. That's right. Yes. I'm in. Will you bring some hot chicks while you're at it? <laughs> okay, Tell Jeff to bring those from the PUA conference. <laughs> yes. Tell Jeff to bring a few ladies from the pickup conference. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Chrissy. You are welcome, Brian. So polite of you. I know. I bring it all. I mean, I can't possibly eat all that. He on the telephone, Chuck, he insisted that I bring the food. He said that he had a big appetite and he wanted all this food, that he could eat all this food. Okay, let's, let's now get down to it. Yeah, let's get to something yeah. that actually matters because clearly you're overreacting. I think she's overreacting and I think he's a dick. Yeah. So these two are not made no, for each other. not at all. Friday, I spent a little bit over two and a half hours shopping for the food because I really wanted the date perfect uh-huh. well, wait up. hold on you spent two and a half hours at a grocery store <laughs> that's so weird how do you spend two and a half hours at a grocery yeah, store yeah but those weren't too hard of items to find yeah you know yeah he didn't ask for like you know <laughs> yeah, like, some imported caviar right, or truffles or, from uh, the south of spain star fruit yes <laughs> star fruit <laughs> Yeah. I like star fruit and I like uh, sea bass, Chilean sea bass, but straight from Chile. You know that Kroger shit. 
All packed, and we were supposed to meet at the La Brea Tar Pits on the observation deck that overlooks La Brea Tar Pits. And I want to mention at this time, there's only one tar pit. There's only one observation deck. There's only one staircase that goes up to that observation oh, deck. God. We were supposed to. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Corey or whatever your name is, you're getting away easy on this one, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let her, let the other five dudes have this right. girl because yeah. high maintenance. Totally. Meet at 1030. I arrived at 1015 and by the time I got all this stuff to the top, it was 1030. Right. Picture Picturing her like, like a Sherpa, Sherpa. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like a walking stick and a huge backpack full yeah. of food. <laughs> Ma'am, do you want some help? No, I want to be a martyr <laughs> on live TV. If you don't mind, <laughs> I'd like to tell them how miserable this was. <laughs> Jerry doesn't show, he's not there. But oh, there was, was a there. lot of people. I was there and I was there looking was for her. Here. I was I was over there and I was looking for her. I was circling those tar pits. I smelled like tar by the time you should have looked for a woman with an tar enormous pits. Why are you going to the tar pits? <laughs> First of all, why are you going to the tar pits? For a big man. Yeah, it's not a. I don't think of tar pits when I think of romance. Number one. Number two. You didn't smell like. <laughs> I smelled like Jack Daniels by the time I found her. Why are you guys agreeing to meet on an observation deck at a tar pit? I don't know. That's it's so strange. weird. Of all the places in Los Angeles to go, of all the places in California. Well, apparently it's, it was a park, but it's a park. I, I, but have you ever been there? Overlooking the tar pits? No. no it's not a very romantic I'm place. I'm not going to go either. Yeah, it's a tar pit. <laughs> yes, it's full of tar. It sounds like it. <laughs> Food well, see, She knew what I looked like, but I wouldn't know her if I tripped over her in the men's room. You know, what I mean, she. I, so I was just looking for a picnic basket. That's what I was looking for, and she was supposedly would recognize me. And uh, I, I, yo, boo boo, you know where I can find a picnic basket? <laughs> Attached to a lady? <laughs> what a moron. Where she probably was, over by the Big Beaver, which is uh, over by the, uh, the La Brea Target. The Big her. Beaver? What? <laughs> Look at Chuck's face. <laughs> <laughs> the big beaver attached to this lady's knees. <laughs> I was looking for the picnic basket. <laughs> the big beaver. This is bizarre. In the tar pits. This has got to be made up. <laughs> I mean, I like to think that Chuck's not trying to pull the wool over our eyes. But, but his last name time, is Woolery. It is Woolery. But at the same time, this seems a little too suspicious. Yeah, for me. it's pretty crazy. Uh, and of course, I was carrying a large blanket with me. <laughs> You finally got together. Let's get together. Obviously, this was... You finally got together. What happened? I'm assuming you didn't go on a second date. But sometimes you never know. These people go crazy and they're like, we actually had a wonderful time. that's true. After I broke both my legs trying to carry all the food up and spent $3,000 of my other boyfriend's money buying fruit that wasn't bruised, I had a wonderful time. I did go on a second date. We didn't get together. Didn't it was 11 o'clock, and I was escorted from La Brea Tar Pits by two police officers. Because <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock at night? Ma'am, I'm sorry. You're bothering the tar. <laughs> what in the world? We've gotten some complaints from the Tar Pits <laughs> about all your talking. Day. 11 o'clock at night? 11. Do you
Did she say 11 a.m. or 11 o'clock at well, night? Well, she says 11, and then she says that they had to escort me. So I'm thinking the park was closing at 11. <laughs> but she's got five other boyfriends. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't add up. Escorted from La Brea Tar Pits by two police officers. Because- <laughs> I, I want to find out if she said 11 p.m. Because if she said 11 p.m., well, that's said crazy. 11. And of course, well, you, finally, you finally got together. Let's get you together. Obviously, this was... No, we didn't get together. Didn't it was get 11 together. o'clock, and oh, okay. I was escorted from La Brea Tar Pits by two police officers. Well, there was two men on top of the observation deck that kept. There was two men on top of me on the observation (laughs) deck, and the police officer said that wasn't allowed. Yeah, (laughs) irritating me. So a woman went down from the tar pits, got a police officer, and two police officers came. They escorted me back to my car. Still, Jerry, I get home at one o'clock because there's a lot of traffic from Los Angeles to Redondo Beach, Mm -hmm. and Jerry has a message on my answer machine. Well, I talk to him on the telephone. I give him a call. We reschedule. Then what happened? Um, Which is kind of a we, we follow-up. Five minutes away from this home because he, she he didn't want to drive. Place. She and chose I said, that place. Cantor's on Fairfax. Is fine. She chose that I place. Yeah, she chose that place. Judge, Your Honor. <laughs> your Honor, I'd like to point out that this woman never shuts up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he said, like, two words. Yeah, she's she's giving, like, the address of where they went. She's know, like, we went to 227 Cantor Place. <laughs> Don't you shut up, Mr. This was for me. <laughs> oh, victim mentality. He canters with a girlfriend because of several things he said on the phone. He made the comment that he would rather have the date with my girlfriend, Michelle, I versus me because that. I'm ugly and Michelle's pretty. I and never said that. that. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Why is she even doing this? I feel like I've dated this woman. <laughs> I feel like I've been there. He is not insane. I don't know. Listen, yeah, Corey's not Corey's not in the light and shining armor either. But no, he's not. This lady is a cuckoo yeah, bird. Yeah, she is. Woo, I mean, woo. I'm not trying to diagnose her or anything, but this behavior is outrageous. She's yeah. looking for problems. Yes. She's making problems. Well, and then so she, well, let's get this straight. So she goes on another date. They make a A, a date, second date. But she brings her girlfriend. Because the, he t- said her girlfriend was, is hotter like, than Like, how would he have seen the girlfriend? Yeah. What is going on I here? I don't know. It's 1980. <laughs> It's not like you can put, you pop yeah, her up Facebook. on Facebook, yeah. right? You have to fax a picture of her. What's going on? First of all, second of all, if some guy that you've never met before doesn't meet you the first time yeah. and then says, I want your fuck your girlfriend, yeah. you know what you do? You don't go out with a no, guy. No, you do not make doesn't plans. doesn't matter if you're on a television don't show. Don't make plans. Don't make plans. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you another time, and uh, <laughs> sorry things didn't work out. Anyway, when the audience chooses a date, boy, they didn't do that one very well. <laughs> and it doesn't work out as this one didn't work out. We uh, give the uh, person another chance at two more people. So, Rebecca, you have two left. There's Glenn. He's a salesman. He's not afraid uh, to date his clients, he says. He also <laughs> wanted to change his hair to black. I have to see. I have to know oh. if Glenn. Maybe I haven't seen every episode because I didn't remember this one. And if she went out with Glenn and it's on the show, I'm gonna find it because I want to find out what nightmare uh, she had with Glenn. Yeah. And Brett, uh, in the winter, he meets women at the ski slopes, and in the summer, he meets them at volleyball courts. Oh. What? Do you, which one do you like? Did you like the 
go pick up the tab on that. And I hope this works out for you, Rebecca. I really that do. That makes two of us. Thank I'm you. really sorry about yeah. the first date. Like well, I said, I, I tried too. making it you yeah. know, work. Well, it sounds like you really put a lot of effort toward it, and I'm sure that this will be much better, hopefully. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. I and know. we're going to come right Thanks, back to the Can I talk for a couple more minutes? Yeah. Is it okay if I just stay here and take up the rest of your show? Oh, my God, I have a headache after that woman talking so much. Now, listen, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, bizarre. I, I got five minutes of her, so I don't know. Maybe she was just all stressed <laughs> out about this. But, I mean, uh, you know, when someone gives you a laundry list of items to go take to your first date, you should probably think about going on that first date. And I think that's common sense that transcends the decades. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, uh, if someone gave you a laundry list of items to bring to your first date and yeah. demanded them, would you go on the first date? No. No, of course you wouldn't. You know no. why? Because you're not a fucking moron! No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Or maybe God. just for shits and giggles, I would make, like, everything that he didn't want. <laughs> like, bruised it? fruit. Bruised fruit. <laughs> like, no, awful salad. Uh, only pastrami. Yeah, like, like <laughs> one-week-old salad. One-week-old salad. And here's an idea. Don't go to the fucking tar pits on your first date. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, take her somewhere classy. Like, uh, I don't know, the Holiday Inn in Sheboygan, <laughs> Anything. <Illinois>. Anything. <laughs> Go anywhere. Go anywhere. Go do anything. Besides the tar pits. TCBpodcast.com is where you go to get more information about Chrissy and I. You can watch all the video. You can listen to all the audio. It's all there from one night's neat little location. You can also contact us if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas. We would love to hear them. Please do. Go to TCBpodcast.com. Hit that Contact Us button at the commercial break if you want to slide into our DMs. No one does, but if you do, go ahead. <laughs> I check it every 30 days. Yeah. So, uh, YouTube.com slash the commercial break is where all the action is happening. Our fully produced episodes with the third person sitting in the seat, Morgan, as our video editor does such a wonderful job adding a lot of... She is doing a yeah, fantastic yeah, they're funny. Job. You gotta go watch them. Yeah. She, she's uh, adding a lot of flavor to a rather mediocre show. Yes. I'd say she takes it to like Mediocre Plus. Yes. That's the name of our new streaming service. TCB Mediocre Plus. Mediocre uh, Plus. Yes. Thank you to all the new and the old listeners. TCB uh, BTY Fridays happens every Friday best this summer. Yo. We're going to take our best. We're going to dig it up. We're going to send it to yo because we love you. We want you to be able to catch up on the show. We know how hard that is to do. So stay tuned. Friday, another episode coming up. Okay, Chrissy, you know what? What's that, Brian? You know what I have to say. What's that? I have to say that I love you. I love you as well. You know what? Best to you also. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and? We must. We must say. I'm just dragging it out so that I can hit the cue. (laughs) And bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.